If for me he slays his only son, God must have compassion. Indeed, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Dear Saints, I have a couple of reminders for you. You don't believe me. When you leave the Lord's Supper, you'll see I have some sticky notes. <laughs> a couple of reminders for this Ash Wednesday. The first is this. You're dying. I want you to remember that. You're dying. Now, some of you don't need to be reminded. <laughs> you know it. In fact, all of us should know that, right? That, that's what the purpose of Ash Wednesday is, by the way. We, we don't have the custom of of putting ashes on ourselves, and that's really fine by me, uh, because the ashes are a reminder of that, that you're dying to dust you. You know how this goes when you go to get ashes? The pastor has the burned up palm leaves from Ash Wednesday mixed with some oil there, and he puts them on his thumb, and he puts it on your forehead, and he says, you're dust, and to dust you shall return. In other words, you are not going to live forever. One of these breaths of yours is going to be your last one. And it's good for us to remember that. We, we are dying. Now, you don't need to come to church to be reminded of that, though. You probably remember it every time you wake up in the morning and have a tough time. Oh, every time you cut your finger, every time you stub your toe, every time you cough, every, every time you have an ache or a pain, every time you go to the doctor... Every time you uh, uh, you have to put deodorant on, it's a reminder that you're dying, that you are dirt. That's the second reminder. You're dirt, and to dirt you will return. And all of this is because you're a sinner. Reminder number three. You inherited from Adam... A corrupt nature that's sunk into sin. Now, again, you might not need me to remind you of that. You have your conscience for that. You have the Ten Commandments for that. You have the burden of your own sin uh, for that. You have your neighbor that's there for you to love but is constantly sinned against for that. You have all of these things there reminding you that you're a sinner and that eventually that sin will catch up to you in the form of a casket or an urn. You're dying, you're dirt, you're a sinner. Those are three reminders. But there are things that you do have to come to church to be reminded of. I mean, all of these things that, uh, that, that we've had so far, we have every day. When we look at our neighbor, when we look at our friends, when we look at ourselves. But here's a reminder that is the most important of all. You are died for by Jesus. You're died for. Because of your sin, you have to die. But Jesus says, I'll take care of that. I'll do it for you. I'll take your death. And I will die it. I'll take your grave and I will lay in it. I, I'll take your wrath of God and suffer it. That's what Lent is about. That's what the church is about. 
That's what the Scriptures are about, what this pulpit is about. Jesus died for you. You can't know that by looking at the mirror. You won't know that when you go to put on your deodorant. You don't know that when you see your neighbor who you've sinned against or who's sinning against you. But when you turn to the Scriptures and when you come to the Lord's church, you have this reminder that you are died for. That the Lord of all hung on the cross for you. I think it's, and I always, we have to do this on Ash Wednesday, really every year. Because while the Lord's cross is good news, it can also be the severest law. You see the question there on the banner. Do you love me? With Jesus hanging there. We can have that question two ways, remember? We can, we can have that question coming from Jesus. The question like this. Look at everything that I'm doing for you. Look at me forsaking my, my f- holiness. Look at me forsaking my heavenly glory. Look at me giving up all the treasures that I have as the very Son of God. Giving them up for you and, and suffering on the cross for you and being forsaken by my Father for you. And do you love me back? And if the question is coming to us this way, it is the most severe question of law. I remember, I've told you this story before, but I remember a few years back when the movie The Passion of the Christ came out. And I went with a group of college students. There was maybe 20 or 30 college students and we all went to see the movie together. And we sat down with a few of them afterwards and I asked them the question, how do you feel? How do you feel now? Are you happy or are you sad? They had just spent an hour or two hours or two and a half hours or whatever watching Jesus die. And they said, I feel terrible. Why? Because they knew that Jesus was there on the cross because of them. Because of their sin. Because of all the times they'd broken the law. They knew that it was their own fault that caused Jesus to suffer. And and if we're thinking that way, if we're thinking of our own sin and the agony of our Lord Jesus, that He suffers for us, then the cross is for us the severest of law. It is for us the severest manifestation of the wrath of God. Because there the wrath that you deserve because of your sin is poured out on your Jesus. But the cross is more than that. Jesus is not there, just there because of you. He's there for you. For you. On your behalf. Because He loves you. Because He would rather suffer the wrath of God on the cross than have you die and go to hell. He loves you that much that He chooses the cross. He lays down His life of His own accord so that He could give His life to you and have you as His own. You are died for. And that is the thing that we need to remember most of all. Because Jesus died on the cross for you. He held nothing back. He poured everything out so that He could call each one of you His own. And that's the fifth reminder. One, two, three, four, five. Fifth reminder. Is that you're forgiven. The blood of Jesus that was spilt on the cross is yours. The body of Jesus that was nailed to the stake, to the cross, to the cursed tree, is yours. The eternal life of God that belongs to the Son is yours. 
the perfect holiness of Jesus, his, his, his active obedience of always keeping the law, it's yours. You are forgiven. You are named a child of God. To you is given the righteousness of Christ. Dear saints, that's why the absolution is so wonderful. It's like the Holy Spirit himself takes the reminder and puts it on our head. <laughs> Your sins are forgiven. And so you're dying, you're dirt, you're a sinner. So what? You belong to Jesus. And this is our comfort and peace. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.